the Arga. Her mum used to air her pyjamas on every night and her uniform every morning. They would lie neatly folded on top of the hot plate, a gentle heat permeating through so Kate would feel warm before she got into bed or set off for school. Inside the Arga, there would always be a pot of homemade soup, swarming with vegetables, or a casserole thick with pearl barley. But tonight the Arga was stone cold. Someone had been in to turn it off, or it had turned itself off, as was its wont, which meant there would be no hot water. Kate opened the door that hid the mysterious workings, lit one of the long matches from the box on the side and held the flame against the wick. She heard a whoomp as the flame took hold, breathing life into the house again. Soon the kitchen would be as warm as toast, the water piping hot, and the hot plate would be ready to receive the kettle. Its familiar whistle, increasingly persistent, had been part of the soundtrack of Kate's youth. She pulled out a chair and sat down at the formica-topped table, tracing the flowers with her finger. How many meals had she eaten here? How many times had she done her homework, spreading her books and papers all around her? Or sat with her hand curled around a cup of cocoa, munching flapjacks and talking to her mum? The house might have been small, but it never seemed to matter. Her friends crowded into the kitchen of an evening, huddled round the radio. Her mum would bustle amongst them, chattering. Her dad would just smile and nod benignly on his way to watch the news, his single nightly bottle of Newcastle brown ale in his hand. Those days were gone forever. Kate shivered, knowing that she had to face the pain, that nothing would dull it, that it had to be experienced in its full ferocity because you couldn't run away from grief. She wasn't ready to let it in just yet, though. She humped her suitcase up the stairs, pushing on the landing. The door to her mother's room, her parents' room, was shut. She didn't want to look inside. She was too tired and cold, fragile and uncertain. A lump came into her throat, and she felt an overwhelming need for her mum. Joy had always been relentlessly reassuring. She had taken the fear out of every situation and boosted Kate at every opportunity. Whether it was exam nerves, or falling out with a friend, or being dumped by a boy, her mother had provided advice and comfort, a stout shoulder. And now, when she needed her most, she wasn't here. Kate swallowed down the lump as best she could, and pushed open the door of her own bedroom. It hadn't changed, yet it seemed to belong to someone else she could barely remember someone from a lifetime ago. She remembered her dad doing up her room when she started her A-levels, remembered the excitement of the pink and grey wallpaper she'd chosen. She had thought it the height of sophistication, but now it looked dreary and cheap, with brown patches where the damp had come through and then dried. They'd bought a white melamine wardrobe with gold trim and a dressing table and a mirror that lit up. She knew if she slid open the drawer, it would...